Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number 43 of the Website Coach Podcast. And this week, I want to talk about how you're going to get some work done in the school holidays. Because the school holidays are upon us. Maybe your children have already broken up. Maybe they break up in a week or two. And whilst children everywhere are full of joy, there are parents wondering how on earth they're going to survive the next six weeks or more. On the one hand, there's no rushing from place to place. It's a chance to spend time together doing lovely things. And of course, there are no pressures of homework. Sorry, if any parents whose children are taking the 11 plus in September are listening to this, I know that doesn't apply to you. But it's a challenge when you work for yourself, and possibly more of a challenge if you work for someone else, to be honest. At least it is if you want to do anything in your business over the holidays. And there are some people who choose to shut up shop for the holidays. But there are many others who attempt to keep going in some form. How on earth are you going to get any work done without the nine to three childcare that we rely upon during term time? Now, my children are older now, I will be honest. (laughs) They're teenagers, so they're pretty independent. But it's not that long ago that they were a little bit younger. So this is my advice. First of all, I would say it's helpful to adjust your expectations. Unless you have full-time childcare, you need to accept that the working week is going to look a bit different. And that applies even with teenagers that are more independent. It might be snatches of time rather than bigger blocks. And I found that planning your time and your workflow helps. When I plan my week, and I talked about this back in episode seven of the podcast, I look at my weekly to-do list slightly differently during the holiday. I look at what needs to get done, then what I'd like to get done, and finally, what can get done if I ever have the time, which of course I never do. And I try to separate out my list into deep work, which needs time and quiet, not words that can usually be described be used to describe the holidays and shorter tasks that can be done when I have those snatches of time. It helps not to have to think about what you're going to do when you do have time and you can just go to a list. Personally, I try to organise it so I have less client work during the holidays. So I don't take on any new website bills to start in July or August or December for that matter. I appreciate not everybody has the luxury to be able to do that. And the other thing I do is I frantically try to get up to date as much as possible before the children break up so that I don't feel under as much pressure when the holidays do begin. But on this podcast, I really want to talk about some of the practical things that you can do. So number one is make the most of first thing in the morning. Unless your children are young, and up at the crack of dawn, we've all been there, (laughs) 
I found that grabbing an hour or so in the morning, perhaps before the children get up, to be one of the best times of the day to get some work done. Now, of course, once they get older, the time they get up gets later and later, and it gives you a bit longer. I make this my golden hour, if you like. I start with a cup of tea or coffee, and it's a chance to get a head start on the day. It's also a great time to make progress on those bigger tasks, or any which require a little bit more thought and brain power. And when my children were younger, I found that they were much better at amusing themselves in the morning before they got dressed and bored. So that sometimes gave me a little bit more time to respond to emails or do smaller tasks. Especially if in about 15 minute intervals I used to shout, are you ready yet? <laughs> okay, number, idea number two is to swap with a friend. The idea is you have a friend's children round for a morning or a day and they return the favour another time. Funnily enough, I found double the children to be only half the work. My kids are entertained, albeit they're potentially up to mischief when they've got friends around. And I am happy they are socialising. Now, lunch might be a bit more work with more or somebody else's children. And if you have several children, make sure they each have a playmate. Or you might find that the one who doesn't will spend most of the time upset, upsetting their sibling and their friend, or wanting you. I learned that one the hard way. Now, the day when you have other children is not the day to plan to get a lot done. Nor is it the day to try and record anything. Why are four children more than double the noise of two? But it is a great opportunity to, to tick off easier tasks. And then, of course, the benefit is you get a day or half a day without any children. It's a great opportunity to really get stuck into something, either client work or something that you can't do with children around. Of course, it's also a good chance to relax and catch your breath something that is much needed during the school holidays, so don't try and pack too much in. Number three is to use relatives. Those who are lucky enough to have parents, siblings, siblings-in-law, godparents, friends, etc., who want to spend some time with your offspring, encourage them to take them out for the day, or maybe even have them overnight. My children loved spending time with grandparents and it's even better without parents around to restrict their sugar intake. Don't feel guilty about asking. I don't know about you, but I find many people who are not self-employed just assume we can take the whole summer off. Like they might assume we can take phone calls, coffee breaks when they want to pop in, lunches and deliveries because we're at home. And just because your mother-in-law managed four children under the age of five with no help doesn't mean, to mean that you need to do the same. Seriously, though, it's a win-win. Ignoring sugar consumption and the other rules they're allowed to break. Time with special adults in their lives without you allows stronger bonds to be built because they get their attention. Just don't ask about the rules that have been broken and you can't stress about them. Number four is soft play. And I did debate whether to put this one in or not. <laughs> soft play 
climbing parks, trampoline parks, anywhere they can do themselves, which has got a cafe, ideally with Wi-Fi, although it's not always the most reliable, is another option. Now, of course, these are noisy places and you do have to keep at least half an eye on your children, depending upon their age and who else is around. And certainly I found that every five minutes they want you to watch them do some amazing move. So they're not places for deep work, which requires focus, but maybe you can use that time to plan marketing content or catch up on emails. Number five is summer camps. My children have had a great time at football, tennis and other sports camps. I get that some children love them, others are less keen. Choosing clubs that tie in with their interests helps, as does going with a friend. Certainly that's what I found. And these kind of camps give you some time to get things done. Full day, or at least 10 o'clock to 3 o'clock camps, are obviously better for work purposes, as are camps which are close to home. I do recall signing my children up for two-hour camps, which were about 20 to 30 minutes away which never gave me much time to fit work in. Although finding a local coffee shop to do some work did help. And better still would be lift sharing with someone else. And hey, it's good for the planet too. Number six is to get them to help you. Yes, make your children help. Can they help you with work? Certainly younger children love to help with work. And older children might be able to help with, I don't know, social media or photographing things for you. Or can they save you some time helping with chores? Making beds, collecting and putting away laundry, emptying and reloading the dishwasher are all need doing during the holidays. And they're chores which children can either do on their own or help with. And obviously time you don't have to spend on those chores is time you can use to work. Yes, I'm a parent of teens. And I know that I probably spend more time nagging them to do these chores than actually it would take me to do them. And it can take more time. And they don't do it the way you want it doing. But sometimes you've just got to let go and remember that there has been a benefit to you. And they will get better. Well, I hope so anyway. Number seven is when they're in bed. And this is probably if you have children who get up early, <laughs> hopefully at least they go to bed and stay there at a reasonable time. The evenings can be a godsend for catching up with work, perhaps with a glass or two of wine in hand. Just remember not to hit send on that controversial email until the morning when you've sobered up. Number eight, TV and electronics. This is my children's favourite and my least favourite was always the TV iPad or Xbox, whatever. But an hour or two in the late afternoon can be a life or work saver if you've been busy during the day and if you've got calls to make or things you need to get finished. And it's a good reward if they've helped with time-saving jobs around the house too. Number nine, the other parent. Obviously, this is for children who have two parents. Because those who work from home tend to take the burden of childcare during the holidays. But perhaps the other parent can help out. Either taking some time off, 
even if that's finishing early in an afternoon, working from home and spending some time with them, or taking on more of the chores to free up some of your time. They could even take the children out on weekends to give you that time to catch up. And certainly my personal experience is they need to take the children out of the house, otherwise you find you end up getting involved and spending just as much time as if they were not looking after the children. So this week I've shared a number of different ideas, finding more time during the week to work. From when your children are in bed, morning or evening, swapping with a friend, relying upon relatives, their other parent, and yes, electronics too. But it's also important to recognise that it's difficult to do it all over the holidays, especially if your children are younger. And your working week is going to look a bit different. So you may need to grit your teeth when someone else stacks the dishwasher differently to you. I struggle with this, and I must admit, I have been known to restack it. All your children have told you they stayed up extra late and ate donuts in the bath at Auntie Sarah's. You need to drop your perfectionism and just think about the benefit that you've had. And finally, as a mum of teen, enjoy the chance to spend some time together. If you've been productive in the morning, take the afternoon off for arts and crafts. A game of Monopoly. Uh, okay, maybe not. <laughs> not if you want family harmony. Or a bike ride. They won't enjoy your company forever. And that is the voice of a mum of teens. And it's only six weeks. Not that I'm counting. That's it for this week. Have a great week. And I will see you next week when I have another guest interview for you. See you then. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week.